Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some Eastern Conference futures. And you know who I'm rooting for, obviously, in the East. The season starts up. The Wizards were looking good. The Bulls were looking good after we joked about it all summer long. Oh, have the mighty have fallen. And now my team is dealing with COVID. In fact, they are not going to be in action for the next three games, I believe. Um, Definitely the next two. And your team has fallen a little bit. I'm looking at the Atlantic division right now. The Nets are minus 300 to win the East there, uh, that division. The 76ers are plus 350. I'm looking at the Central division. The Bucks are minus 350. The Bulls are plus 260. Now the Bucks are going to be dealing with some COVID issues. Still nothing that would make me want to play those divisions. Just when you look at the East, you know, the Nets are plus 130. The Bucks are 3-1 to one to win the division, uh, to win the conference, I should say. The Heat are plus 550. And then you get into the 76ers, 10-1, to one, Bulls 14-1. to one. Is the value pick just still the Nets, even though it's just plus 130? Or do you think the Bucks can make a run since... Like, they're 12-1 and one when Giannis, Drew, and Chris all play together. Bro, you know what I'm thinking, though? Like, with what we're going through with all this COVID and these health and safety protocols, like, I think pretty much it's open to the top four. Right. I, I don't hate the Bucks. Like, if I get the Bucks at 3-1, to one, I mean, they're going through something, too. But when they're full strength, like you said, they're better than this Nets team, I feel like, because the Nets clearly have had a drop-off because they are without Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving is teasing people if he's going to come back or not. Like, they've got some trade rumors swirling around. Like, he might be go- getting traded to the Cavs. Or not the Cavs, the um, uh, Dallas Mavericks. The Mavs, yeah. And all that stuff. And then Mark Cuban, of course. God, Mark Cuban that. has never, ever, ever come, as he shouldn't, he has never come out and said, you know what? Yes, those rumors about me wanting to trade for this player are true. Never done that. Right. So why do you think he was going to do that today when asked about Kyrie Irving? He denies it, but who cares? You guys need a point guard bad, and Luka's all on his own, Man. and Chris Tops stinks. So I, I don't mind that actually at all and maybe you know if i if i look about kd i mean uh Kyrie, i think this uh, this team that he has in in brooklyn was of course a force but would you really hate playing with luka Doncic in, no. in dallas if you were Kyrie? i don't think you hate that as much as maybe some people may be alluding to so i i say all that to say i think the east is more open than just the nets as the fate the heavy favorites i like the bucks i even like the heat now the heat have gone through their own issues but they've also gone through injuries and covid as well the 76ers who knows what that team is going to be? I'm on the under on their win total this yeah. year. So the last thing I'm going to do is back them 10 to 1. But if you love the Sixers, I am I never believe in the Sixers. But if anything, the Heat plus 50 is definitely a, in, of interest to me. The Bucks uh, plus 300 of interest to me. I don't, I don't know if I'm just laying money for only plus 130 odds on the Nets. I, can't, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, no, especially not this season. Because, like, what's going to be the motivation the second half of the year, right? Like... Luckily, I mean, not luckily, but I mean, they're kind of going through their COVID stuff right now. So you would expect James Harden's probably not going back into the protocol the rest of the season. But once we get to like the second half of the season after the all-star break, how important is home court advantage for a team where let's especially like if you get Kyrie back, I mean, they would have won the finals last year. They definitely would have been in the finals if they don't lose Kyrie Harden. If and it was just KD against the Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't need home court advantage in that series. I, I just don't think that it's that important. I think they'd rather go into a playoff series uh, healthy this year, especially because of what went down last year. I know it sounds crazy, and I know it would probably be a homer pick, and it's 14 to 1, though, plus 1,400 on the Chicago Bulls. Right now is going to be the toughest stretch that they go through just because of what they're going through with the COVID stuff. Like they've done their circus trip already, and you're getting 14 to 1 odds on a team that is literally number two in the East. They're, they're 17 and 10. Yep. The Nets are 19 and 8. And they've been struggling a little bit. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. But dude, that's without DeMar DeRozan. 
Um, and they're going to be fully healthy the second half of the season because that's like what I'm looking at. Who's been hit by COVID the worst already? Mm -hmm. Because I said the same thing in the NFL. Like now, after Aaron Rodgers and these guys test positive, the next time they could even be tested for COVID is not until the night before the Super Bowl. Wow. So, I mean, which would not... also make for a bad beat if oh, they test positive. I don't. I the mean, night and, and, the Super Bowl. and I didn't need to hear that. I oh was like, my gosh. I was like, please tell me the night after the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> right? Like when Tom Brady got COVID all of a sudden. But I mean, I'm looking at the Bulls. Like Vooch has already had it. Zach Zach Levine, like he's had it like eight. Dude, times. he had it last year, and we missed him. So. They're going to be back fully healthy. They're 17 and 10. And I feel like them, the Miami Heat, like those are going to be the teams that are really motivated even the second half of the season, especially a team like the Bulls. They've been garbage the last decade. I think Billy Donovan's a good head coach. I know some people might disagree. And you have like the perfect mix of a veteran like DeMar DeRozan, who like this might be his last shot to play on a championship contender team. And I know like it's the Bulls, like, but still. And then you got guys like Zach who are looking to get paid, but also prove that, you know, they're MVP type candidates. You got a guy like Vooch who's been in the league forever. I know they don't have, like, I wish Patrick Williams was healthy and they had more depth, but I don't hate the Bulls 14-1, to 1, like a small little sprinkle plus 1,400 if I'm trying to find value because the Bucks won it last year. Where's your motivation the second half of the season? Do you really need home court? What? Nets, the same thing. And then you got teams like the Cavs and the Heat. I was about to say, what about yeah, okay. what about like five bucks on the Cavs? The Cavs, 80 to 1. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that right now. They're the, they, what are they? They're Bro, the, they're the four seed right now. They're, they won their last four games. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. They're 17 and 12. And like you said, I mean, we've expected that team to drop off without Colin Sexton. They've gotten even better. Like, yeah. like Ricky Rubio has come into that situation. And we thought like Ricky Rubio would be a primetime candidate to get out of there and go to a real contending team as well as Kevin Love. Kevin Love just went up for like 30 something the other night. Like Kevin yeah. Love turned back the clock. What yeah. did um, I think? I don't know if it was Jared Allen or maybe Garland. One of those guys was like, Kevin Love put the cane down and went out and came out there and played some basketball. Like that team, they really believe in themselves. Now, of course, they're, these are value picks for a reason. But right. if you like the Cavs, who knows? Like the Bucks, like a lot of these teams do have a lot of history of being good and don't care about the regular season as much as maybe the Cavs do if you're trying to establish a culture. Right. And they're very young. They, they play great defense, one of the best defensive teams in the league. They have three bigs that present offensive mismatches to teams as well. You got Laurie Markkinen, you got Evan Mobley, who's going to be the rookie of the year. And then you also have Jared Allen, who's just a walking bucket, and that fro is as good as any fro I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Like, why not? They're the four seed. Why not? Why not sprinkle something on the Cavs to win the East? Because you're getting great odds on them right now. And uh, this might be one of those situations where you look at, let's say you get to all-star break, and they are this, continue to be the most consistent team. And they are not impacted by COVID like some of these other teams are. And then you look up, and then you're losing 80-1 to 1 odds. They say, you know, they're like up there with the Knicks, 5-1 to 1 odds. Or maybe the or uh, the, the Hawks, 20-1 uh, odds as well. Yeah, and also, like, let's not act like, I mean, the value should be there. You go back, like, years ago, right? And it was the offseason where LeBron has the decision, and Miami forms the big three, and it's Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron, obviously, and everybody thought that they were going to win like 74 games and they didn't. They weren't even the number one seed in the East. It was the Chicago Bulls. You know what their offseason move was? Acquiring Carlos Boozer and giving Derrick Rose more minutes and then Tibbs obviously turns them into the MVP, but they won 62 games or something like that that year. Let's go back a couple of years ago when Mike Budenholzer takes over for the Milwaukee Bucks. That was a team that was the eighth seed that got knocked out by Boston and then the next year they win over 60 games. Nobody saw that coming. Like, yeah, Giannis won MVP, but it was a coaching change. That's why I don't think it's too crazy to take a shot with a team like the Bulls, who are ranked in the top 10 offensively and defensive efficiency in the league, or a team like the Cavs, man, because we, like, let's not act like we haven't seen this before, where teams just kind of 
come out of nowhere and become regular season teams. Well, let's talk about the Western Conference now, too. So the Warriors, Steph, and this team, they've reinvented themselves. Or not reinvented themselves, but they just continue to be the team they've always been. But yeah, with, without, but without KD and KD and like KD. a couple years ago. Uh, but they're, they're number one. They have the best odds, plus 275. The, the Suns are there, plus 400. You got the Lakers are still plus 450 right now. The Jazz plus 450. I would, I'm not going to lie. I would probably play the Jazz if I could get a better number. I love the Jazz. I, I really do think this team is legit right now. And I'm not saying that Hassan Whiteside has come in and been like the, the answer to them, but they, they have a good tandem. Like they run yeah. Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gobert at the same time on the floor. And that's presented huge matchups. They're two seven foot three guys that are in the paint. Hassan is goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not a great player. I like, I mean, I, yeah. I, I like, I like that he's bought into that identity that they, that they have right now in Utah. Donovan Mitchell's playing out of his yep. mind. And I look at, when I look at these teams, Talking about winning the conference. So I'm looking at teams that are just tryhards, like as well. Like I like the Heat. The Heat are gonna go out there. If they have their full, even without all their guys, they're gonna go out there and play hard every single night and try to embarrass you. They don't take any nights off. That's the same thing that can be said for Utah. Utah has made me so much money in the betting market oh, yeah. throughout the year. It's been it's almost been sickening. It's like stealing candy from a baby because Utah is so consistent. Plus 450 right now. Now, of course, the Suns are going through a slump now, too. Everything is like hindsight is always 2020. We're living in the moment right now to where, oh, well, the Suns don't look great. And the Suns are only one and a half point favorites tonight against the Portland Trailblazers or the Lakers. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you back the Lakers right now, first and foremost. Like, no, man. Why are they Lakers plus team, 450? It's it's because it's LeBron. It's just That's just LeBron respect. Like, that's the LeBron number. The because same that team is not jazz. good. That team is not good. This team is not good. The Clippers 9-1, I wouldn't touch. Um, no, no, absolutely I'm not. I'm sorry. I mean, if, I wish, I wish if, Kawhi was if Kawhi healthy. Was if Kawhi was healthy, back, I'd probably pick them to win the championship. Yes. I really mean that. After That's, like what they went through last year, that team probably should have been in the finals <laughs> last year with yeah. with Kawhi. Kawhi was he left Earth in last year's postseason. The numbers he was putting up, the records he was breaking, like we we just forget about what he was doing last year because he got injured. If he was healthy, it'd be a different story. Now he just he just dropped an album last month. So did he really? He did. I somehow missed that. Yeah, Lil Uzi on there. It's, it's like a you know, it's not like a real album where he's rapping. But it's like one of those playlists, like the DJ I got Khaled you. type esque albums where That's you get a whole idea bunch of features. Them, it is. Yeah, man. Plus nine hundred. I'd want a better price on them. I wish Kawhi was healthy though. Even in that playoff run last year, but it was all Reggie Jackson making us money. I think plus four fifty is the best number going to get on the the Jazz. Right now. And I think that that's the, I mean, like, that's the, you know, the value play for me because, like, look, the Nuggets, every single game that they win, it's like Jokic having to do literally everything. And now, no Michael Porter Jr. Obviously, we knew about no Jamal Murray, but they, they need another score. The, what is it going to take the Mavericks? What do the Mavericks have to do to for, you, for you to nothing. give them any love? Nothing, nothing, man. Nothing. Like, I'll bet on them every once in a while because I love Luka, but I hated every offseason move that they made. They got Frankie Lakina back. Yeah. They, I mean, that was a splash. They got Reggie Bullock. I just, Every night, they're not good. Every night I watch them, I feel like I'm watching the same game. Like KP will hit a couple shots, start off hot, and then he's like disappearing in the you second know what half. We say every year, but I think will be true for not only the NBA but the NFL this year. The trade deadline and the oh, offseason, yeah. like these are actually going to live up to the expectations. I believe this year. Like, do you I, think I, the I NBA really trade deadline is going to be crazy this year? I think so. I think so. You got a lot of teams that are not necessarily happy with what's going on right now. And then also, you have teams like the Nets. Two top 100 players Sixers that just aren't showing up to work. That are just not showing <laughs> yeah. up to work. And at some point, you have to get serious about Like, can you imagine? I know Maury is crazy. He's a madman. But can you imagine the Sixers holding on to Ben Simmons past the trade deadline? No, because, like, I mean, you got a guy that's not showing up and saying, I'm never going to show up. And the guys don't want him there anymore. Like, yep. him and Embiid weren't going to be able to play together anyway. And Beat said, I'm done with that, man. Yeah. That's when you should have just moved. And then they said they were, like, that's why I knew, uh, there's Rich Paul doing Rich Paul things. 
after all those comments, like media day when Embiid was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really care anymore. Like this is over. I'm done with that man." Then all of a sudden, it was like, "Oh, breaking news! Ben Simmons and, yeah. and the team have met and they've held hands and they've they took a time to after practice to talk about their weaknesses and how they can be better moving forward." And I'm like, "Okay, this is Rich Paul trying to get a good narrative around him before he says he's gonna have to bow out for uh, uh, other reasons, mental health reasons." And then you have a, a little bit of a stock raise on Ben Simmons, but he's never gonna play another game for the Sixers. No, and he could be on the move. We got Kyrie Irving, the same thing. Will he get vaccinated? Will he just be moved to a to an arena or a location where he can actually play and not be vaccinated? Like, I think we can see a lot of splashes. We didn't even talk about this. Sabonis, Miles Turner, and Karis LeVert also just yeah. put on the market. A lot of trades can go down.